Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm drinking in the middle of the day. I'm great. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, fun day. Jane is going to stop listening because there's too much talk of alcohol. I know, Jane. I'm very, very sorry, Grammy too, but I need a drink today. So <laughs> it's been a rough week. It's been a real so, rough week. That's all right. Such Let's is take life. it back to something that's like... Very piercing. Oh, that was a good little segue already, and we didn't even get started. We're 30 seconds in, she had a segue. Um, so last week, we had mm. our little 4th of July party here. On, um, it was on, scaled back. And the third, we normally do fireworks. I and, actually did not miss the fireworks. So I did not either. That's Your pool was that a lot that. cleaner. We really did not miss the fireworks, because the next day afterwards, we, the pool is a wreck. But we had less people. We just wanted to have like a small So Dana says, we're just going to have a really small group of people. She texts like this group of six families. It turned into And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I invited A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Well, it happens. It really was fine and fun. Oh, I can't have. I knew that there was no way that it was going to stick to that small group. I know. I know. And it would have been bigger if, like, some friends weren't out of town on vacation. Yeah, yeah. There were some that that were not available. So, anyways. I don't even know how it started. So anyways, um, I don't, I really don't know how it started, but it came up that years ago during COVID, like at the very beginning of COVID, a friend of ours had bought a piercing gun and Olivia, on, Amazon. on Amazon and Olivia and Campbell had wanted their ears double pierced. So one day it was wintertime and we had gone taking the kids sled riding, um, in the in, middle of COVID. Yes. Nothing else an outside to do. activity, right? It was. It started it was, outside, that's right? And then as the day went on, I think we probably let down our guard with some drinks at some point in time, and we were like, "Oh, we should let the girls get their ears pierced." And this turned into a great idea. And all of a sudden, there was a little piercing party in Kristen's kitchen that year. What started? Out, okay, only moms and daughters go in, right? That was the deal. Was we're because social we were social distancing. We were social distancing, so you were only if you were getting your piercing, or you were the mother of someone getting a piercing. We're the only people you were in allowed house. in, and that went away very quickly. But <laughs> such is life. Three years later. We now on the 3rd of July have this little get together and somehow it came up and Olivia says, I really want my third hole. And she has. She's it's July 3rd. It. Why not? Didn't even put that there. But yes, you're right. Um, and she was like, I really, really want a third piercing. And Campbell was like, I really want my Campbell's cartilage. Campbell's been wanting her cartilage. The, these and girls no, have no, been no. bugging the junk out of us for this, right? And like all the other girls, I want this, I want this. And then my little niece was here and she doesn't even have her ears pierced. She's five. And um, my she sis- really wanted hers done. My sister-in-law was like, if you guys don't make a big deal, maybe she'll like want hers. And um, so we were, so we decided we're going to start another piercing party. And so our friend went home and he got his piercing gun. Campbell went home and got her same earrings that she yep. was the first Which, round. Which, P.S., this is the best deal in the world. You get, for $12 on Amazon, the piercing gun and 24 Piercing studs. earrings. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is a steal. And then it was funny because he was like, I went online to try to order a refill of the studs and you can't. Just like, buy the gun again. I'm like, for $12, <laughs> buy a new gun. Like, who cares, Right. Um, but so they did great. Liv got her third. Campbell got a, um, her cartilage, her cartilage pierce, which how is she feeling? She's good. It was ouchy yesterday. It is so it's a like sore a week thing. later, maybe just about a week later. I remember getting sore. mine done. It is not comfortable. And so funny story is Kristen had her cartilage pierced like years ago and we think it has since started to close. It did. So we tried to re-pierce it, but it we pierce it ourselves like 
we just thought we would shove an earring through it. Well, we did that once earlier. We did. And it, it worked. Yeah. Maybe like a m- couple months ago. Yeah. And, yeah. It's and it did work. All the way. But now it's not working anymore. So she needs oh, it repierced. Well. I'm not repierced in my cartilage. Done. It's not pleasant when you lay on it. I'm no, too old it, for it that. Hurts. And you know what I have decided? Like, it's funny because my whole younger years, I was all about the piercings, right? Like You I, have like 24 holes I in I got a lot of ear piercings. I, at one point, had my belly button pierced <clears> before <throat> I had kids. Um when I was pregnant, my mom used to say that she was going to talk to the babies through that hole. <laughs> um, and then I got my nose pierced when I was like 35. Um, so like, but I feel like I'm genuinely- I want to know what our viewers and listeners think about nose piercings. Yeah, that's a good question. I Let us know your bank. opinion. I worked at a bank for years. I have a lot of banking experience and I had worked for a bank for years and I really, really wanted it done and they told me I couldn't do it. Um, and they couldn't say that now. They cannot now. This was, yeah. this was then. Yeah, the olden um, days. Yeah. It was not acceptable then. Um, it and wasn't today. I think that in some places it still may not be. Now, I have a very, very, if you're watching, I don't even know if you can see it. I have like the world's tiniest stud um, in my nose. Most people don't even realize I have my nose pierced. Yours very, is very tiny. I don't like the big, huge studs. I don't like... Um, <clears throat> I'm not a. I tried the hoop a couple of times. It's not me. Um, it You're going to look like a bull. I'm going to yeah, start like you know my sister. My, your nose. my new sister in law has that. Like she, she does. does. She has whatever that is right there. I can't remember what that's called. I don't know, but it makes she, me feel like I want to pull it. Like has a, bull. a way of making it look okay. It is not my. It's style. her style. It is her style she very much. Can She's do like it. You super can pull cute. it off. I would not wear it though. It's not my style. You could pull off the nose ring though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Bill wants Kristen to get a nose ring. Okay. Let's discuss this. He doesn't really want me to. The only reason that he says I've is because he knows I would never do it. But I've heard, I do think that if push came if to shove Kristen and you like agreed to it, he would came home freak. with a nose ring, yeah. he'd be like, what? He would about die. Then he'd make me take it out yes. if we ever went anywhere. Yes, like anything that was like a social function. So he says he wants me to have my nose. He does not really want to. He's That's just like, being like, it's okay. It's acceptable. I'm, I'm getting used to it. Tom more. was all about me, like expressing myself. And like I had gotten my nose pierced and it, I dyed underneath my hair with like this fun purple. Like this was, I had worked in a bank forever. I don't even know who you are. I know I did. I was so fun before I was friends and, with you. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to do bad things. I Years if you ago. watch the YouTube, you know no, what she I did. And I used to smoke cigarettes years and years ago, but I have quit because now, <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. But I mean, this was years and years ago. But honestly, it is funny now because once you quit, my mom and I were having this conversation. Um, my mom quit years ago as well. Your mom smoked. Oh, my mom smoked for years. Oh, I never knew this. Oh, yeah. My mom smoked for years. Did your grandma smoke? She smoked, but she quit. We. It's funny. Cause, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Um so when you go into the hospital, they ask you like if you smoked and, you know, and she quit in like 1981, I want to okay, say. a long time ago. long time ago. But she was a heavy smoker. She was like two pack a day smoker. Wow. It was very normalized, I feel like. In the I feel 60s like back in the 70s, day, a lot of people smoked. It was very, very yeah. normal then. And yeah, so my mom smoked. She probably quit about 15 years ago, though. Good for her. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe last, maybe 10 years ago. But anyways, she always says, she's like, one, if they ever tell me that it's healthy, I'm starting again. She's like, I miss it more than anything. And I totally understand that. And two is now once you quit smoking, um, I never understood this. She would be like, it's so gross. And I never, I would be like, mom, you're just being dramatic. And now when you're around it after not, you're like, oh, that's disgusting. So Mm, you do see that side of it. It's kind of yucky. But so I had like this purple hair underneath and Tom was all about like, express yourself, like, you, who cares? You've been in a bank for so long. Like you had to like, I had to dress the part and this, that, Tom and the other. Tom is such a good man. He was like, do whatever you want. 
except for we can't meet any of my clients with you looking that way. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, do you, but don't like totally do you in front of my clients. Okay. Like (laughs) that's like Bill. That's exactly what Bill. So like they want this like fun loving girl, but then they're like, Oh, but don't, don't do that. I'm all for self-expression. I think it's great. I think there's just certain situations and maybe certain jobs or positions that you wouldn't hold. I would agree. It's funny because Tom has, well, Tom has tattoos and they, they stop right about here because, so he's a financial advisor and he always said, a very said, successful financial advisor. We always make fun of him that we're like, are you not doing it right? Because I feel like we should have more money. Um, <laughs> but so he's a financial advisor. He's and successful. That's why your money's invested. He, he is fine. He is fine. But um, when he first started and he had tattoos, he would always say that he didn't want to go further than that because, you know, he would wear like a polo shirt sometimes to Tom's his office. Tom's got muscles too. He does have muscles, but um, he would wear like a polo shirt and he didn't want like a client would come in and he was like, I would never want them to see that. And now it's funny because the styles have since changed. Polo shirts used to be super, super long <laughs> and now they're much shorter also. And so you can see them anyways. And it's definitely a bit more acceptable now, but even so still, he's got like an older clientele that I think still would probably view that a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, they're just a bit more conservative, would still not view it, mm-hmm. would not be as comfortable with that. Um, Can you imagine my husband with tattoos? No, never, (laughs) never, no. But like we laugh because we're like, well, we can't really like tell our kids like we you can't get tattoos because you have tattoos and piercings because we both have them. I know we're rebels, but whatever. Such is life. Um. So yeah. Anyways, so we had lots of piercings happening. Little niece did not get hers done. She chickened out, but that's okay. Like she didn't even. I shouldn't say she chickened out. I think it was like so much commotion. Yes. And it was so built up that, like, I think she was like, I, I don't know what I got into, but I'm mm-hmm. out. Like, just scratch this whole thing. And she told my sister-in-law, you should have done this when I was a baby. <laughs> Which, that Liliana. She's right, by the way. She's a force to reckon with. She I is, am man. not. I am not in Camp Infant Piercing. Mm-mm. I think they need to be old enough to take care of it. So and that is how my sister-in-law felt. Sometimes I think the babies look weird with their ears so, pierced. You know my, you know, I know you're, Olivia you're, did. You're, we Olivia, did everything differently. I we were no very different parents. Pierced. Two months old, they gave her a tetanus shot and said, "Did she you could, give her a tattoo too?" No, but she, she got. They said she can get her ears pierced as soon as she has her first tetanus shot. And she, you get your first tetanus shot when you're two months old. And oh my I, gosh! Literally, the next day we were at Claire's, and she got her ears pierced. You couldn't even take her to like a real place. No, our pediatrician, Cleveland Clinic Pediatrics, even told us that it was okay to go to Claire's. I swear to you, right I cannot now, believe that you pierced your two month old. Doctor Robinson, Gina Robinson, still to this day is the best pediatrician. I love her to death. She has been my kids' pediatrician since they were born, and she. You like her because she agreed with you. That might be the case. <laughs> But she's the best pediatrician out My there. My Campbell had to wait until nope. she was like 12. 12 years old, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that is later. Yeah. She yeah. took care of him. She's responsible. She is responsible. Whereas like, I don't know, Olivia, probably, she was probably would have been responsible with him, I guess. But no, she was two months old. We did it. She didn't even know the difference. It was done. Yeah. She had so much hair. She looked like she was like five by anyway. the time. Right? <laughs> it was fine. Oh my gosh. Um, well, so that's that. So what else? Oh, you had a little family reunion today. You want to talk about that? The Patterson Family Reunion. So every five years, there's a big reunion. And so I had not met some of these people five years ago. Uh, Bill and I knew each other and we were talking, but barely. And I was not like in a position to like bring. I remember like, well, no, I think I would have gone, but I was somewhere else. I was doing something. So because I remember them, they got to tour the house that I wanted to tour, like the old, like original Mm -hmm. uh, house. 
And I would really like it. I mean, I can tell I would. And everyone's like, oh, you'd really like the house. So I just need to go get a tour. They let me. So I hadn't met these people. And so a lot of them like were excited to like, oh, who's finally meet who's the Bill's new lady. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we hosted brunch this morning, which really was pretty easy. Bill and I do omelets. Great. But I you guys say, do host a nice brunch. I've been I'll there. say like my omelets. He was having some problems in the beginning. He usually does. He's real messy. He's not a good omelet. Maker. But I am not complaining because he wore, um, gosh, what did the apron say? It had chicks on it. Little chicks. He wore it for me. And it said like little peepers or like, I don't know, chicks, something. Oh my God. Because eggs. He was a real, he was a real trooper this morning. Uh, and it was super fun. Like we made, I had three types of casseroles and we had donuts and fritters and we made omelets out on the deck and it was a beautiful morning. It was. You guys lucked out on the we weather. We lucked out. Yeah. And everyone was so generous and kind and nice and they toured the whole house. So Sam, they toured your room. Your bed wasn't made, but don't worry, Grammy made Sorry, it. Sorry, buddy. So it was re- it was it was fun. So <clears throat> it was a great time. Uh, family is very important to us, and yes. uh, you know it's just nice to meet people. That's like, so nice from all over. We have we, some cool relatives that's that what I you didn't were saying know that about. They flew in from like Washington, all over the place. California. That's Virginia. Really cool. They're that's all really over. Cool. I didn't know Pattersons were spread out. But they're not, not, not all of they them. They're not farmers. They're not farmers. Most of them are engineers, actually. They're probably smart. They they left agriculture. They're probably making more money. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we're going back to the farm. Oh, is that funny? Bill and Kristen made us some eggs from their farm. That's awesome. Turkey. They they probably thought it was such a great experience, though. (laughs) Maybe I think so. I think they probably liked it. It was fine, but well, well, that's good. Yeah, it was a good time. So family's super important. So go to those family reunions because we talked about like when we're kids, family reunions are horrible. They are. They are like the kids don't want to be at that stuff. And really like parents don't, I mean, adults don't want to be at family reunions. No, but reunions. you know what? I disagree. Like I love going to, I love being No, with I do family. now, but like there's a portion, like you don't want to go until right. you get there. And then right. you're like, now you're into the genealogy. Well, and, and it's you want to know like where we everybody were, came from. We were saying that you, a lot of times you only get to see people at like funerals and weddings and mm-hmm. we have a funeral to go to tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, well, at least I'll get to see like so many people that I haven't mm-hmm. seen in so long. Like, right. you which, better look good. Right. Like, which kind of stinks, but like that it's those circumstances. So that's why like family reunions are so nice because like, it's another opportunity that's not just like a sad opportunity yeah. to see people. Bob Danik, my old Sunday school teacher, mm-hmm. he used to say, when you get to be my age, which I mean, probably he was only like 70s at the time. Yeah. He'd be like, you're going to love funerals because he's like, like you're ready to go for one. And two, it's like a reunion. You get to see all your old friends and family. He's not really wrong. So I'm like, well, <laughs> Bob Danik is also the one that told us all. I don't know if anybody that listens that knows Bob Danik, but Patsy, his wife, is still alive. Bob passed away years ago, but he was our Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. And as a teenager, when we started dating, yeah. he's like, girls, you tell those boys that they have to get to get to you. They have to go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, he's like, you girls take your Bibles and put them on the seat. And then you've got Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John to protect you. And we all were like, oh my gosh, Bob, like seriously. And I'm like, that was really funny. <laughs> like pretty funny. So anyways, Bob was a real character. Oh my God, that's uh, but I think so he was probably cheesy. in his 70s when he was teaching our Sunday school class. <laughs> we were Do you all think teenagers. he was that old though? I think he probably Not that was. 70s is that old, but like that old at that time. Because he'd be in 90s now. So yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe. No, no. He would no. have been in his 60s. Right. He had, isn't it funny that when you're younger, you think 
of older people being so much older. Yeah. I just found out a friend of ours, mom was my first grade teacher and she just passed away uh, yesterday actually. And in my head, she was so much older. But then as I got older, I found out that her daughter was only two years older than me and like became a friend of mine. And like her mom, her mom was older than my mom, but like, she wasn't an old lady by any means. No. But, but I looked at her. She was my first grade teacher. So I looked at her as this like old lady, right? Like she was probably maybe less than 10 years older than my mom. But yeah. she was old it, to it, me. It's totally true. Because I, I feel like I'm forever trapped. My parents are in their 40s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. My, my parents grandparents are, are in their 60s. Absolutely. And I don't know what I am. My parents are in their 40s. I'm, I am. So that's I what, am how I always look back. Yes. My parents are in their 40s. I am not in my 40s. I mean, my parents are in their yeah, 40s. Now like, we're in our 40s. Our parents are in our 60s. Right. And our grandparents are in their 90s. It's insane. 80s, 90s. Yeah. 80s and 90s. Yeah. It is. It's insane. Oh, um, So speaking of grandparents, so I did my, I think I told you guys last week, my grandma was not doing well. And unfortunately she passed away um, Friday night. She did pass away. And after, and it was super crazy because it was very, very quick illness. What a blessing. It was. Okay. So I have Your to tell you Your Grammy was like my grandpa. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like passed away quickly. Very quickly. And I just have to tell like a quick little story because like it makes me laugh. Um, but my gram was like super, super spunky. She was not oh your normal. Oh my norm. gosh. She was not your normal gram. She was not your normal grandma. Um, like when I was little, I used to be like, she doesn't bake cookies. <laughs> like, But she'll take you to Nordstrom anytime you want. Um, <laughs> but so she had been, um, I think on like Wednesday, we decided to call hospice and she had started sleeping nonstop and we knew that it was time to just stop with the poking and prodding and just make her be comfortable. Um, so Wednesday we, maybe it was Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever, call in hospice and she stayed at the, at the hospital, which floor three of Simon at Hillcrest, you people are a special kind of people. That is all I can tell you. Like you deserve the world. I did bring them Patterson donuts. Oh, but God. did you pay for those or did you steal them? Did not. I, I stole them. <laughs> Shocking. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, so, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, she slept like all day long. Right. So Thursday morning, we're like waiting at this point. We're like, it's going to happen at any moment. Like, and at this point we're all kind of at like, at this point her obituary was written. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. I did write it. And I did a lot of this stuff because I didn't want my mom to have to right. deal with it. So, um, so yeah, so I did, I wrote the obituary and you know, we just could fill in some things at that point. Um, and my aunt and I were kind of getting some, some preparations together cause we knew it was going to be, the doctors had told us days at max at mm-hmm. this point. And her, her illness was very, very quick. Um, so anyways, I'm going to get a pedicure Thursday morning because that's my priorities at this point. <laughs> so here's what Dana tells me. Grammy's not doing good. We had a good conversation. She's like, man, she's not going to make it. Her nails look good. She looks so, so does good. Pedicure. Like her pedicure rocked. Like I will tell you, <laughs> she's going in the ground with some good nails. That's all that matters in life. <laughs> I'm like, well, you people, so, you people, we have our think about other things than I do. So my, I went in, I go to get a pedicure and we're going to end up going over on time because I have to tell the story and I don't even care. Um, but I go to get my pedicure. My mom calls me on the way there and she says, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? She says, uncle Randy, my mom's brother was just eating breakfast and the phone rang and it was her. And she's like, I need you to get to the hospital. And he's like, what? Like clear as day. Meanwhile, she hadn't spoken for two days. And, um, he's and she like, dialed the phone number, dialed the phone number, like went in her phone, lucid, clear as day. Right. <clears throat> she says, I need you to get to the hospital. So he, 
okay, mom, I love you. You know, he calls all of us. We're all like, and here's me. I'm like, oh, I got to get a pedicure first. So like, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> so I talked to her on the phone while I was getting my pedicure. And then I did go straight to the hospital from there. And you guys, I'm not exaggerating. She was awake all day long. And what I found out afterwards is this is called a rally. And it is very common when people are getting ready to pass. They usually pass within hours to days following. Um, but they come back and... So I just have to tell like the funniest story of what she did because it's like we are so lucky that we got this opportunity and it's like she couldn't have gone out on a better note. But so she apparently she told us that she was at the funeral home and she was getting ready to go into the embalming room and she was crossing over the threshold and she heard good morning and it was the nurse in the hospital waking her up and she woke up for the day and they started taking her vitals and she said oh I must not have been ready to go I was there and I guess I wasn't ready to go and she looks up at the TV and Hoda and Savannah which I really think I need to write to the Today Show and tell them them this story Hoda and Savannah are on the Today Show and she is on the TV and she is a guest because she is the woman that came back from the dead and she is so mad because and she's mad at the Cleveland Clinic because they allowed her to be on the Today Show. And she's decided that she is going to sue the Cleveland Clinic because she doesn't even look good. Her hair's a mess. Like, she cannot believe. So she decided she would call her attorney, who is my uncle. My uncle's an attorney. So that was why she called him first <laughs> to come crazy. to the hospital. Because she was so angry with the Today Show and with the Cleveland Clinic because they put her on TV against her will. And all day long, she repeated this story to us, you guys, like a hundred times. But it was like the coolest day of my life. Like, I am beyond grateful that I had it with her. She, um, like multiple times, she, I said, well, are you ready to go? Like, let's go to Nordstrom. And she was like, if you're going to bring a zombie, because that must be what I am, because I came back. She, We brought my daughter, who's 14, we brought her up there. And she wanted to like, because she had said her goodbye the day before, but she wanted to come back up. And she walked in and my grandma throws up her hands and she goes, I'm back. Like it was crazy, you guys. And then that night she went to sleep. She slept all day Friday and she passed away in her sleep Friday night. And we all left because we kind of got this feeling. You knew she wanted to do it on her own. We got this feeling. She was really struggling at the end. Like her breathing was very labored. And we were like, you know what? I think we should leave. And we took my mom out to dinner, actually. And while we were at dinner, the hospital called. And what's interesting is they called to see where we were and if we were okay, not to tell us that she passed because she had not passed yet. They called because her room had been so lively for the last however many days and it was so quiet that they were worried about us. And my mom said, you know what, honestly, we just felt like she needed a little bit of time to herself. And while she was on the phone, the nurse came out of the room and and she had passed while my mom, while was, on mom was on the phone. So crazy. Like it's just, it's, it's what she wanted. It's meant to be. It could not have been more peaceful. And I have to add one more thing is that she and your grandpa had been together since they were like 15, 16 in high school. They were 15 years old when they got together. Crazy fact. Your grandma never once in her entire life pumped her own gas. Never once. So this is funny. She lied about her age when she was 16 or when she was 15. She lied and said she was 16. And back then, like they didn't check anything. So they, she said she was 15 so that she could get a driver's license. My grandpa took her to get gas in the car. He pumped her gas and he pumped her gas all the way up until three weeks ago when she got sick. And he unfortunately is also not doing well. So he's not driving right now either. But, um, but anymore. she never in her life. But marry never. a man. Marry a man that never lets you pump your gas. pump your gas. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Until next time, friends. (laughs) Have a great one. We're mismatched.